guys, I'm quite nervous about uh, talking about this today, but I don't think it's going to be much of a problem, hopefully not anyway, so just sorry if I stutter a bit. It's just nerves. <laughs> but yeah, I just want to talk about today that you don't always need to know where you're going from, from the get-go, because I know some people, they just, they have a habit of just going... Oh, I know what to do, and like from primary school, which in America, I think that would probably be like elementary, maybe. But yeah, from that age, they're just kind of like, oh, I want to be a vet, or I want to be a, a lawyer, or you, you know, just anything like that. So sometimes kids even make up like the darndest things, and uh, they really get to it. Like some kid, like, um, I mean, an example is that someone could say they want to be an astronaut and they do and they do end up getting there but sometimes it isn't always that easy I mean when I was in school I went from being a I wanted to be a librarian wanted to be a vet well wanting to be a vet didn't uh, turn out to be a great idea after I found it, found out what they really did it's not that it's a bad thing what they do I really you know, it's really, I really support what they do every day. It's a lot of hard work, but it's just not something I could find myself doing. So I got to college, and even at that point, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I mean, at the end of school, my last year, year 11, I just didn't have a clue. I wanted to do something which was meaningful to other people, but I didn't know exactly what. So one thing I would suggest to people is just to go and try something because what I did they was uh, they were running taster sessions in my co in my college well, in various campuses like Avon in Port Talbot and also just around around my area. So I took one in psychology and we ended up doing this test. I can't quite remember what it was now. I think it was to do with life events. But I just found it really interesting, and from that point I just went, right, this, this is what I want to do. And it kind of stayed with me, like I finished my college education now, which I'm, oh, I'm so glad of. I have made a few mistakes along the way, mind, in my first year. I, did, I was just kind of like, oh yeah, I'll just wing this, because I, because I did this almost the same in my GCSEs, yeah, don't do that. I ended up getting not very good grades, mainly D's in my um, exams. Not that it's anything too to be bad about it. It's just that I didn't really put any effort into things that I felt passionate about, and I shouldn't have really done that. But I made up for it in my second year. I resat my exams, and I ended up getting a B and two Cs. So that was good, and I ended up getting into uni. Where I honestly, I think that's something really good that people should do because there's just so much, there's just, what I'm trying to say is that there's so much out there that you've just got to try and experience what you really want, to pick out what you really want. And there's not really a time limit for doing that. You know, you've got your whole life to do it and you don't have to learn it straight away. I mean... I didn't really until my second year of college because even though I went in there 
And I was just like, right, this is what I want to do. I did have times where I was just like, am I really that fussed on it? Do I, is that what I really want to do? But then I'd go and I'd walk around my town and I'd just be looking at different things and I'd be thinking about things which I didn't really realise before, like how things change in the world and how it's interesting to really see that change and how society changes over time. And that just it really kind of struck something and I was just like, right, I'm going to continue this and I'm going to continue to make sure that the changes that we all see in the world are better. Because I know that recently there's been a lot to to do with mental health, like there's mental health um, diagnosis is rising. Uh, I've got that myself, I've got anxiety, which is... Why well, it's kind of hard to record something like this, but doing best because I really just want to get the message out to you guys that nothing really is impossible. Is something that my dad says. He says nothing is impossible, just difficult, and that's a really good thing in my opinion because you can just you can go out and do anything, and yeah, that it might be a bit difficult, but it isn't impossible. I mean, I'm coming up to my exams now. In uni, I've got two exams this semester and four next semester. I haven't really been good with exams, but I'm going to think positively on it and just think that, well, what I can do is what I can do. And if not, there's always going to be another way around it. And that's another thing that uh, I want to talk about. Nothing's impossible, it's just difficult. You've got to put a positive light on things and you can't really say that you can't do something if you haven't tried it because if there's something you want to do I mean there's only a certain amount of time in the world and you've just got to live it to the best you can and help as many people as you can because they'll really appreciate it at the end of the day and I mean it depends on what you want to do but whatever job you do you're going to be helping someone like even if it's helping their pet or Helping someone to do with their reading or just anything. That's the only things I can think of right now. But yeah, I'm just really, I really hope that I've gotten the message through to you that um, even though this podcast episode thing is all over the place, the one thing that I want you to st- that I want to stay with you is that nothing is impossible, just difficult. You will have ups and downs. Everybody does. I mean, I am, I'm in the house. I'm a carer for my brother. And I also do things around the house for my mother. So I know how it is to do a lot of... to be very actively involved in other people's lives while trying to maintain your own. I mean, that's a struggle in itself, especially with exams and things. But like everyone else, we just do what we can and we ask for help when we need it. Because the uni I know now has a broad range of support and I've, I've been using that as and when I need to because I've learnt that you can't stop yourself from, you can't deprive yourself from asking for help, especially when you need it. I think that's partly... One of the reasons I got into psychology in the first place because so many people just aren't 
People just aren't being there for others when they need it. And it's sad to think of that, so I just want to be someone that the people can talk to when when they need it most. And it's kind of it kind of brings me some sort of joy thinking of that. Because, you know, just seeing someone happy at the end of the day it just brings a lot of joy in my life and I suppose that's part of the reason why I'm making a an episode on here on this podcast because it really is about seeking the joy. But there are two questions coming to the end of what I've been saying now. There's two questions that Sid, Sydney asked me to answer and I will answer that. So the first one is what have you learned about yourself from sharing your story? And honestly, it's a lot. It means that I can do more than I thought that I could. I have learned that I can do it. And it's the same for many of you. A lot of people can do it if you really try. I mean, I've, I've been sitting here for 10 minutes going, right, what have I got to say? What, what am I going to say? Am I going to stutter? But the best thing to go about it is just not to panic, not to worry. Just do it. Try your best. And that's all you can do. All you can do is your best. So I learned that I have more confidence than I thought that I did. And that I'm capable of maybe a little bit more than I thought I was before. Which is good. I hope that you all throughout these episodes that uh, Sin- that Sydney's making and involving other people in, that you learn the same things. But yeah. And the second question is, what is your biggest dream? And since I was about probably 16, 17, I've had this image in my head of going to my work as a psychologist and helping people out in the day and just really working through their problems and making their lives better and then going home and having some time just to work on drawing and writing because I love to write I mean, I've been writing short stories since I was a little kid and it's just something I'm really passionate about doing, something I really love to do. So just being able to have a job that I enjoy and also being able to help people in the day as well as going home then and working on hobbies in the night and maybe even making something out of it, who knows? I mean, the world's your oyster. It's just that is kind of the pinnacle of, you know, the way I want to live my life. That's that's really good, I think. But something else, one more thing also, that I want my family to be as healthy and just as happy as they can because we're all working together to make the best life possible for each other and I hope that continues. But, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. I'm sorry if uh, my stuttering bugged you a little bit, but... It just goes to show that sometimes you can do more than you think you can. Thank you. We all have a story to share and a voice that is meant to be heard, and we want to share yours. For more information and to get involved, visit storiesofinspiringjoy.com. Stories of Inspiring Joy is a production of Seek the Joy Media and created by Sydney Weiss. You can find all episodes on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And if you like the show, hit subscribe, leave us a rating and review, and follow along on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We're creating greater connection and community, one powerful story at a time.